come to God in prayer. Eternal God, creator of all things, giver of life, we praise and worship you. In you we live and move and have our being, bound together as part of your glorious creation. So we thank you for this world with all its beauty and variety and for humanity with all our potential for good. We rejoice in every act of compassion, of kindness and generosity. And we thank you for one another, gathered and scattered. And we thank you for all whose lives touch and bless us. Eternal God, we thank you that you have always loved the world that you made, and that however far we stray from you, your love is always there to welcome us home. We seek your help and forgiveness now. Gracious God, we confess the wrong in our lives, the ways we have failed or forgotten you and failed to love our neighbour. And here and now we ask your forgiveness. Forgive us, Lord. Turn us from evil to good. And by your Spirit, inspire us once more to follow the way of Jesus that our worship today may flow into our everyday lives, our attitudes and our actions, to your praise and glory. So unite us with all the followers of Jesus as we pray the prayer he gave us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not to temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. I can't remember what the advert was that said, say it with flowers. Say it with flowers. So thank you, Norma, for your flowers arranged here this morning. Say it with flowers. Say you're, you care, you are thinking of that person, you love that person. Say it with flowers. And this week, we're being invited to count count the flowers around us, and particularly within the, the setting of churches, church grounds and churchyards up and down the country. There's something called Count on Nature, and yesterday members of Corsend were out in the churchyard in the meadow counting the wildflowers. I looked at the list that they then gave me, uh, the first, I think, was nettles, then brambles. They were in the meadow at that point. 
thistles. I thought, oh gosh, this <laughs> not all nature's easy, is it? Um, but then it got better. Well, not better. They all have their different parts to play, don't they? Even stinging nettles are host to numerous caterpillars. And you can make soup out of it too. Count the flowers. We're going to look at some, just a few pictures of flowers. I'm going to invite Trinity members here today, when you go out the front, to have a look in the church grounds, very tiny church front garden, and see what species we have. And Anne and Muriel from Corzen here can surely help you. She'll give you the list, Muriel. I don't think, because of Michael's good work, I don't think there are any nettles or thistles there, but you never know. You might find one. Let's enjoy these pictures of creation. Creator God, your, your world, your creation gives us so much. So much nourishment, so much beauty. We give our thanks to you this day. Help us to reflect your giving, creating nature. Amen. I'm going to invite um, Fiona to come and read our Bible passage in two parts, and we're going to hear Give Thanks with a Grateful Heart uh, halfway through that reading. It's a moving passage where Paul is saying farewell to his friends at Ephesus and it's an emotional moment because he knows he won't see them again. His travels would take him to Jerusalem, 
and potential danger there. So let's listen for God's word. Twenty verses 17 to 38. From Miletus, Paul sent to Ephesus for the elders of the church. When they arrived, he said to them, You know how I lived the whole time I was with you, from the first day I came into the province of Asia. I served the Lord with great humility and with tears, and in the midst of severe testing by the plots of my Jewish opponents. You know that I have not hesitated to preach anything that would be helpful to you, but have taught you publicly and from house to house. I have declared to both Jesus and Greeks that they must turn to God in repentance and have faith in our Lord Jesus. And now, compelled by the Spirit, I am going to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there. I only know that in every city the Holy Spirit warns me that prison and hardship are facing me. However, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. 